we romanticize each side of the coin and have a sense of nostalgia for the one that didn't land upside after the flip. It's just our nature, a little rebellion to the outcome. It comes all the same. Right now, the tech community is making its way through an unknown passage. But on the other end, artificial intelligence is comfortably seated at the discussion table. This period of excitement, uncertainty, and fear won't last forever. I had entire rooms tell me they would never use social media. They all did later. I hit resistance so often in my career, I started studying it. You can't convince a resistor quickly. It takes a few demos and pressure from everyone around them. Then, they start changing. For instance, if you ask people, will you get in a car without a steering wheel? The most common answer is, fuck no. I asked people all over America. Yet Google's head of research at the time told me that Google had proof that if you get people to use an autonomous vehicle for three days, they would change to very rarely driving themselves after. Robert Scoble. As someone that has been utilizing automation practices on social media for a number of years, I'm already over whatever nail-biting might be occurring in general. For the most part, I don't see regular folks even paying attention to AI. Even friends that work in tech are underplaying its value or perceived existential threat. Is that a reasonable posture? I don't know. I personally believe we will need a lot less programmers in formal roles than have been the trend over the last few decades. However, I also think that we'll see a great and continuing upswell of technical output. I'm going to relay an anecdote here, an experience that stretches back to the summer of 2016. For the sake of thought, I'm going to share a few images, and they can be commented on or evaluated in whatever ways you would like. I'll build context for them. This first image is generated with Stable Diffusion, a prompt-based model for imagery, if there are viewers that are still not familiar with the terms. I'm using it as a cover image for an audiobook. I was really happy with the results I got from the engine, warts and all, because in my mind it had replicated the qualities and components of a scene I had visited years prior. It doesn't take a great eye to see its imperfections, but to me, they manifested the dilapidated nature of the cabin in the original photo I captured. Not sure if anyone is familiar with the site in that photo. It's a popular hike in the Summit County area of Colorado. I'd never hiked at that altitude, and it kicked my ass to get there. I was really happy with the weather and the opportunity to photograph that site on a beautiful day. When we returned back to town in the evening, we went out to a restaurant and were talking about the day with locals. They saw I had a camera and asked if I'd gotten any good pictures. Excited to show them the one I had taken through the window of the cabin viewing the mountain range with the other cabin in the distance, I handed over the camera with the image loaded onto the screen. They shrugged it off. Everyone gets that picture. It's very likely no one has generated the same image I have with Stable Diffusion because it was created in segments with various prompts and modifiers. In that way, it is potentially more unique and can't be reproduced exactly with its poor perspectives and accommodations. For a time, I've been pleased with both, both imperfect and meaningful, accomplishing a variety of needs and building memories. When I see them side by side, it's like I'm looking at the same image. At one time, I thought that analog experiences would be a premium, but I'm not sure that will be the case. Sure, some will continue to ascend in appreciation, but the human cultural course is always in motion. That's not to say the appeal of a mellified man won't come back into vogue. As they say, history rhymes. We are inevitably working toward a world of coexistence between humans and human-level AIs. Now, we see artificial intelligences that are not exactly at human levels but knowledge-wise, far superior to us. What's our contribution to this coexistence other than exercising control over machines? In the short term, that is goal-setting and alignment, 
but in longer terms, it is hard to answer. What makes us human? Labor, creativity, emotion, self-awareness? I don't think we are going to lose these by delegating more to AI, but we surely can teach artificial intelligence about these, and they can learn. Thus, alignment. For some, the Borg may sound promising, but may as well be a dead end, in an evolutionary sense. Assimilation is nothing like adaptation. It has been said there is nothing unique about human experience. We built a superintelligence through collaborations with an extremely low bandwidth channel. Human speech carries about 5 to 10 bytes per second of information. Our experience is largely embedded into this social construct. Humans are social animals. That said, though, I believe for machines to continue evolving will require embodiment and free exploration of the world to build a proper world model, but might not be sufficient. Liu Liu who can know today what augmented intelligences or cyborgs will have a taste for in the future? It seems like we're going to find out sooner than later how synthetic knowledge will influence human trends.